Hello and welcome to Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back. My name is Robert Padnick. With me, as always, is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hello, Robert, and thank you so much for having me back on the show. I'm really happy to be here. And Cooper, let's stop right there. Let's, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I got a little tongue-tied there because I'm so depressed about... <clears throat> what What's going on, Dan? Well, guys, as you know, this isn't just the Bible Brothers podcast. This is also a podcast equipment review show where we talk technical aspects of podcasting and podcasts and all things podcasts and I once again made a technical error this is the third one I think and it's the third different type of technical error we ran out of batteries once the card (laughs) oh my god the card was full and this time, I'm actually not even sure what I did, but my audio track did not record for some reason. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, and we're not going to make that mistake again. We've never made the same mistake twice, okay? That's the Bible Brothers pledge. But what we do have here is we have Robert's audio. And I was so depressed when I heard that my audio had been cut out because I love to just listen to me that I had to stop watching TV last night. That's when Cooper sent me the email. I was watching TV and I had to stop. I just couldn't even, I could, I don't know. That's like the low, the lowest thing, the the least you can do with your brain. I feel like is watching TV and I couldn't even do that. I was so stunned and hurt, but I slept on it. And my idea or Cooper's idea really is to go along, talk with Robert's (laughs) talk with Robert's audio. I'm going to listen to Robert and talk to him as if I'm in the conversation. And yeah, I think we're going to we're going to get through uh the show that way and yeah, maybe just cut out some of the small parts, but we did read the chapters. I am going to talk to Robert's audio psychotically in my child's room. I'm not in the hot closet. I'm in a new house. It's warm, it's not sweltering, but I don't feel great. I'm sitting on a bed. There's no back. Okay, you know that's going to be hurting. So I'm paying for this. I wonder if our podcast is ever going to be used as someone's argument for the proof of God, because we're clearly being punished. As if reading the Bible wasn't punishment enough, I'm now going to talk with Robert's audio. Thank you, everyone, for your dear, dear patience and your pity. I'll take it at this point. It's just, it's so sad. It's so, so sad. But let's do this. Dan presents Robert's Audio and Dan's Commentary. Hit it. Hello and welcome to Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back. My name is Robert Padnick. With me, as always, is Dan Klein. Hello, Dan. Hi, Robert. Thank you for having me. You did it. Yes. Yeah. I won. Yes. You beat, I beat two up. of our guests. You beat them up. I did. I whooped them. Yeah, that's how you get, that's how you win each time. You know what? Violence is the answer, I think. So mm-hmm. I could use some of that um, violent energy mm-hmm. today. I'm, I'm dogging it. I'm not going to lie. Baby, keeping me up. Woo. Keeping me down. I hear that. <laughs> and now you have to read the Bible. Th- and then now reading the Bible. Yeah. Last time it was made clear with two guests seeing so checked out. Yeah, they weren't having fun. No, and they... They're being polite. Yeah, at one point they even asked if we were really doing it. Right. They seemed so bored. They were playing with toys. 
Yeah, you rarely have people openly question you, let alone like people who aren't intimate with you. It's like you really times like those, you know, you're doing something wrong when someone is like, I don't have anything to gain by. They were so concerned for us, but I'm I don't think this is good. A guest in our home. Yeah. In our proverbial home. Yeah, they questioned the entire premise of what we were doing. The whole premise. One would think. Yeah, like if you were like, uh, you know, if you're at a job and you're like day one, you're like, yeah, I got a question. Like, why? Are you sure you want to be doing this? This sucks. You know, you don't do that to teachers. This is not great. You don't do that to parents. You don't do that. I mean, so, so when they do it, you really have to listen up, I think. They put themselves out there. You know it's real. This last reading was so rough. It made us question as if, you know, should we keep doing this? Uh huh. Some people got back to us and they all said we have to keep reading the Bible from front to back. There wasn't any sense of not even an ounce of empathy. Yeah. No, this is what you signed up for. This is what you're doing. This is why it's fun to listen to it. Yeah. You have to. But I say one thing. I know I'm complaining about saying that we designed, but like. I feel like, okay, you would say keep doing it if you like the podcast. I would also say if you really hated us, you would still say, no, you have to keep doing it. I don't even have proof that these are real people. They could be bots. Yeah, it would only take one bot to tell people, yeah, keep doing your stupid project forever to keep us occupied while the bots get to do whatever they want. Be bots. Shop online. Buy stuff. For their like holy war that they're gonna stage while I'm doing my podcast. That's freaky. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 keep doing it. I don't even know if the people on the Discord are real people. A lot of them just have yeah, their own so nicknames. Easy. Yeah, very easy for the bots. So, congrats, bots. Yeah, if you're doing it, you're winning. Hope this is making you happy. We had the Mapkin contest. Oh, yeah, our Mapkin contest. We got one well, they submission. I guess so. Let's call Let's it. Let's call it. Cat. <laughs> our buddy Cat, the Discord. Cat. Runner, Discord, MC. A lot of people might think that this has been a corrupt process. Yeah. No, it's not favoritism. We only have one active listener, and it's Kat. I did say that she would be the winner because she's the only one that submitted anything. You said that at the time? The only submission and the winner. Congrats, Kat. Yeah, so we have to mail. Um, we need Kat's. Uh, we'll uh, DM you and get your mailing address for your map. You won the mapkin. You're not going to believe it. I often wonder, what's it like to win that big check, you know? You know, like, just to be one in a million people and be like, I won? I once caught a t-shirt at a Mets game, Mm -hmm. and Mm. it was really exciting when it first happened, but it quickly became depressing, kind of like this. Really? Because, you know, when you get the t-shirt, first of all, you unravel it. It's, like, tightly wound up, so it's all wrinkly. And, yes, (laughs) the cotton, the quality of the material was so bad on the shirt. It it was horrible. And you can feel it. Like, you can feel the skin on the other side. And then on the front of the shirt, there was this tiny Mets logo, and on the back of the Uh, shirt, there was this giant Pepsi logo. Right. And it was an XXL shirt. It was... So upsetting. And there was a group of foreign people who were kind of reaching for it. Where is this going? I felt like maybe they were visiting uh, the United States or something. And I kind of took away that chance and I didn't even like it. Do you still have it? I don't have that shirt at all. I probably threw it out immediately. I never wore it. Ah, man. That's a really depressing story. Double downer. We're just, today's just a downer, triple downer, because I forgot I'm not even talking to you for real, Robert. (laughs) 
This is psychotic. I don't think I've ever won a contest. Never won? One time I went hard in Modern Drummer Magazine. I was a drummer and it was like this one drum set. I was like, this is an amazing drum set. Gotta have it. It was a, you know, just send as many postcards as you want to enter. And I went like on a, like my parents really supported me. They like went out and got like hundreds of stamps. It would have cost, well, hundreds of dollars. Like it was a crazy investment, but they, you know, were supportive and like we would ransack like breakfast places for all the free postcards. And we were just, um, and then at night we would just do it, like watch TV and we'd be like a kind of an assembly line of like. That's so sweet. It was really sweet. To hear. Didn't win. Like probably said hundreds. Yeah. I would think that it wasn't really a contest. Like all contests are corrupt. Not ours though. Yeah. Like our friend. Did you ever see the documentary about the McDonald's um, Monopoly contest? Yeah. You're not going to see it now. No, I missed it. People cheat. Is cheat to win. Hey, just like the Israelites. Oh, damn it. Yeah, cheating on I, I remember I said something about, okay, okay, I'm losing it a little. Right. Trying to segue, yes. Ring-a-ding-ding. More housekeeping. We've got some new members of the God Squad. Oh, crap, I got to read these. David. David. King David. King David. I don't know who King David is, but I know you. who you're you are. You're our king. And you're the king for, you're my we king. bow to you, sweet David. Where are you from? Speckensee, you're Yeah, Speckensee, France. Speckensee, Finland. How many euros? Six eighty nine. That's more than five dollars, I think. Oh yeah, it could be the devil's number in oh, euros. Oh, that'd be so interesting. Why did you do that? Maybe even the Lamic number because euros are more expensive or valuable. Or is he taking us up on my our on our boast last week that we could make a joke out of any number you gave us? Maybe so. Yeah, I was talking a big game. Six eighty nine. Yeah, an eighty nine instead of a sixty nine. Yeah, just sixty nine for and, me, please. And na- <laughs> David. <laughs> David, you nasty pervert. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That was a joke I made yesterday. James. James has given us the one-year pledge. Oh, James. Now, technically, hey. he did lower that amount. Saving money? He's doing the... It's a win-win. I think it's still kind. Of course, it's great. Win-win, why not? That is a win-win. We're happy. We both James walk away happy. happy. Guys, if you think that you're just going to be on autopilot for... A year. You might as well just take get the discount. Totally. Let's make the deal. Let's shake hands. Shake hands make and make that deal. deal. <laughs> the art of the deal. Thank you, James and David. Thank you, James and David. We did have a great email. Oh, crap. Okay, wait. I got to try to read. Okay. I'm going to read it right here. So we got an email from Annabelle that says, on episode 28, you asked us to email in our favorite shapes. Yes. Mine is rhombus. And then another email. Wait, sorry. I fucked up. I meant trapezoid. Annabelle. <laughs> That's interesting. So, Annabelle. <laughs> the emails were like four minutes apart. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm trying to remember my shapes. Am I right to say that a trapezoid is a rhombus? I still don't know. I didn't look into that, Robert. Sorry. Really? Trapezoid might be a rhombus. A rhombus is kind of like a diamond. It is kind of. And a trapezoid. I think as long as a rhombus is like. Oh, if, as long as it is. Four Now, yes, we might, you might be thinking of a parallelogram. Yeah. Parallelogram. Yesterday, oh, wait, Robert, no, you I'm were thinking of a parallelogram. parallelogram. What's the difference between a parallelogram and a. Probably something with parallel lines. Yeah, that makes total sense. And maybe a rhombus doesn't. Maybe it's even more flexible. I maybe still all don't parallelograms know. are rhombus. I still do not know. Annabelle, let us know. Annabelle? So funny. So she walked away from her email for like four minutes and then like, literally, I'd like to think ran back to her computer. It does seem like it was hasty. Maybe yeah. she was going to work. To an important, me- it's like to work. <laughs> I almost sent the wrong shape. Yeah. Unless you were just joking with us, Annabelle. Either way, very funny. Thank you. Thanks, Annabelle. 
Let's read this really boring thing. Terrible, terrible chapters Let's last week. I can't, and I have to read it again. Ooh, this is very exciting for me. Is it? And for you. This is depressing. Two for very short chapters. Dan. Yes. We're okay. I do remember being really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, and I sang at one point. Oh my gosh. I'll I don't do care how boring this is. It just doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's too short. Short and bad. I'd rather fast and bad than long Fast and, and bad. Let's prove it today. This is, put it to the test. We're in Joshua. Chapter 16. I'm following along again. And this section is called The Borders of the Land for the Sons of Joseph. Oh. It's boring, but guess what? Na, na, na. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, goodbye. Because it doesn't matter. Bye-bye. Like the hockey game. Remember, yes, at sports games, they will sing that if someone gets pulled from a game or someone gets thrown yeah, out and, and then you all them. wave at them. Yeah, tease the man. Or woman. Just it or makes me feel bad all those pitchers that put in such hard long hours for like some <laughs> frankly like fat ass like me to be like you That's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah, we're the minions, right. the little peons. This is that's where our power comes from. I think it's also easier from a distance to mock than it is to praise. That's really interesting. That's still interesting to hear. Don't you think? Like it does it's easier seem for me to be like, insightful into human behavior than like from far away. A huge mob. What are you gonna say? You can't be like, oh, oh, oh. beautiful angelic, yeah, song. I do love being in a crowd. I was talking about that yesterday. Being in a crowd, screaming at a game. Come on, it's a great time. It's a chance to let let it a little loose. Oh yeah, you said you had a great time. I had a great time at the Lakers game. This is what I'm talking yeah. about here. I went to a Lakers game well, this year, and it was this. so much fun. And I got to scream. Is it the only sanctioned place where you are allowed to taunt and mock and? Jake? You know, I just thought of this like a uh, maybe like a biker bar or something. Yeah. but I don't. I don't know if that's it's weird that there's not more output outlets because like you can't do it in a movie theater. You know, you have to be quiet. Supposed to be at a stand up show like live theater. You are supposed to be respectful to the talent. And if you're a heckler, you're really just like one. You're a real jerk, right? Going against the grain. Wouldn't be funny if like stand up was like everyone mm. gets to just go nuts. Sounds very scary. <laughs> I think sports games are the only place where you're allowed. Not and sort of encouraged to just be a jackass. Well, they should be. There should be non-sport. Right. It's uh, the mob energy. Kind of blank talk. Mobs. It might diffuse our go all nuts. the anger <laughs> in this world. You know, <laughs> just screaming in a crowd. No entertainment though. Juices I would do up. that to the screen yeah. meetup. Hmm. They should make like screenings of movies for for yelling i do that they do that they do that. that's how i saw the room a midnight movie yeah but it's so specific mm. they like the room i rocky horror and i bet even rocky horror i haven't never done those but like it's like certain times you're supposed to do stuff but like yeah. that still applies you to know, sports just too, like though thinking after, about this you know, conversation for 11 p.m like an 11 p.m showing or whatever where it's like do whatever Go you nuts. want like don't Late come night. if you want a quiet movie it's not happening because they do it for kids yeah. you know like Bring the kids, they can run around, make noise, you know, whatever, throw popcorn. People forget that adults like that stuff, too. You know, there's so much separation with kids and adults, but adults are just big kids in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, some adults are different than other adults. You still want to move around, go crazy, let loose. Okay, this is important. I had some really profound thoughts about um, the nature of work. I had a profound thought wanna... as well this week, oh, and that's why I wanted I don't to get keep into recording this episode is because we both had profound Dang, thoughts. It's like, yeah. yeah. We don't even have to get to this chapter. <laughs> nice and short. I made Robert laugh there. That's nice. 
Coming up, profound Coming thoughts up. from Robert and Dan. We're going to finish this chapter. Okay. Wow. And the lot right of the it. children of Joseph fell from Jordan by Jericho unto the water of Jericho on the east to the wilderness that goeth up from Jericho through Mount Bethel, and goeth out from Bethel to Luz and passeth along unto the borders of Archie this to Ataroth. This is to listen to Robert this down way. westward to the coast of Japhleti, unto the coast of Beth-Horon the nether, and to Gezer. And the goings out thereof are, to, are, are at the sea, so the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim took their inheritance. Ugh. But that's the end of that nah, little section. Nah, nah, nah. I don't even know what happened. I think it was just a map again. I can't wait for it to be done, even in this listening to it again. All right. This second and final section, which isn't much longer than the first, is called The Border of the Land for the Tribe of Ephraim. Oh, my God. Are we gonna I be, wonder what that's uh, about. Is this what you guys are saying at home? No, when there's a boring yeah, heading? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Really? Bible. Oh, my God. This is us discovering that the okay. rest of Joshua could be just borders and er- territories. Not it's not good, but I don't believe the entirety <laughs> of true. Joshua is that. But it goes, right, here we it go. is, yeah. And the border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, was thus. Even the border of their inheritance on the east side was Ataroth Adder unto Beth Horon the upper. And the border went out toward the sea to Mitch Methah Mitch. Mitch on Mitch the McConnell. north side. And the, nor- and the border went about eastward unto Tanath Shiloh and passed by it on the east to Janoha. And it went down from Janoha to Adaroth and to Naroth and came to Jericho and went out at Jordan. Okay. The border went out from Tapua westward unto the river Kana. And the goings out thereof were at the sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim by their families. Congratulations, and the separate cities Ephraim. for the children of Ephraim were among the inheritance of the children of Manasseh, all the cities with their villages. And they drave not out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gezer, but <laughs> drave. the Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites unto this day and serve under tribute. Slaves to this day, according They're to the slaves. Bible. Uh, someone should like bust that up. Check it out. Uh, call the police. Seems weird that they would still have slaves and brag about it. Also, the past tense of drove. Drave. Drave. They drave them out. If you drove them, but... Wait, drove is the past <laughs> tense of drive. Drave is Wait, the past tense of drove. What the heck? Double past tense. What a double past tense. I think I like <laughs> it. It happened way, way long ago. Drave them. They drave them out. Ah, what a Bad relief. Bad but quick. Bad but quick. It feels really <laughs> so good. it's good? I think so. I, I did enjoy that. I did enjoy how fast it was. Again. <laughs> Profound thought, Robert. Well, I'll be honest. I was stoned out of my mind when I had it. So you have I don't to know be how stoned it, okay. to have a profound thought. Well, that makes me feel a little I was better. too. I was basically thinking about like how the way we approach work and our need to have like a hierarchy and like titles and jobs and performance reviews and whatever. And like it's very education based. And I guess what I'm saying is like we've kind of drilled into our heads from school, you know, until we're like you know, all the way through college. Like, this is the way a system works. The only system we know that we've ever been in is a school system. And it's been like, okay, there's authority figures. I'm somewhere, you know, I'm below them. I report to them. I have this kind of daily grind and this weekly grind and sometimes this like semesterly grind, but project-based and then day-to-day based. And I go in, I do my thing, I do the work, I get out. And then I think there's this assumption that like that's the way work should be because that's the only thing we know. That's fair. I th- I still I agree. A frustrating little thing I pointed out is that school hours and work hours don't coincide at all. 
You would think that they would be the same hours, but they're not. Yeah, that's crazy. Why? I don't know. You know we made the system. Yes, they're my kids. They We need them and to be taken this. care of. We made the system. I want to do the work you want me to do, so let me do it at the time that my kid is in school, and then we could both be done at the same time. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the frustration is the kind of like, wait, we make this attitude about work is like, we all agree that this is what we, it, it's like the thing that makes everyone. Very few people don't agree. <laughs> I, got, I got to interrupt it. And a lot of those people that don't agree are doing wackadoo jobs that are, you know, like so weird that they barely qualify. You know, like I'm not listening. No, I'm not listening to some guy who like cuts wood. Ooh. On the He's beach a little bit out of and the system. Sells his wares. Right. He's not traditional. I feel like you're out. You know, you can't say I love job. my job because you polish chairs. You really have to buy into the system. Oh, and here's another thought. This is a really high okay. thought. Super okay. Super high. The idea of vacation, right, is like I think everyone, including myself, it's like this. Um, vacation is a vacation from work. Right. Vacation. Right. Like, what is the vacation from? Work. Work. Which makes like work. The main it naturally makes it sub vacation is subordinate to work. You're you're work meant to be working thing. and then you get a break sometimes for vacation. And vacation is a vacation from work. So why not call vacation <laughs> here bear with okay. me? It's still hard. Call vacation work. I'm closing my eyes to concentrate here. And your vacation from work, which is now vacation. That's your job? Is work. Or you just would like work because it's yeah. the vacation. Yeah. And and when you're working or what you're doing, what is currently known as work, you kind of have this attitude. It's like, yeah, I'm doing it. But it's just because I'm kind of trying to break up the or whatever. You don't have to do this mixing up the word thing if it's too complicated. My Basically, it's just like it is a little complicated. Think of vacation as the main thing. That's the real. And you. if you have to change the word, change the word. Let's scratch the word thing. Scrap the there's work and vacation as we know them. Got it. I'm saying vacation is the real thing. If we have to call it something else, we will. OK, that's your main thing. And work is just this thing you do to break up your vacations when you're kind of feeling inspired. It's a healthy way to look at things. Yeah. I feel like I've heard this. If you change your attitude about what you're doing, you can uh, significantly improve yeah. your mood. Why don't we call the weekend prime time? <laughs> Why? But I don't uh, Prime time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the weekend is kind of prime time. Some stuff. You know, a fun time. <laughs> Some, oh, yeah. How is it different from the weekend? The buildup to... Pr- Oh, right. Wait, people do that. Right. It's basically just the weekend. Yeah, they already build up to the weekend. But what you're saying is an attitude shift. And I think that that is totally fine yeah. and a good advice. Well, anyway, yeah. No, no, I'm happy about it. For two depressed guys reading Thank the you. Bible. What's yours? Okay. Here's my profound thought. I have to do it again. It's not exactly that, but it's a little different. But what was my... I have to listen to myself. Oh, I felt sympathy for the human race for really messing things up. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes I feel embarrassed about living in the time that we're living because you look at it and you say, why can't we just fix the things that need fixing? What's wrong with people? And a part of me was very high um, and thinking about how, look, like things are the way they are. Because we're in this system that Robert kind of talked about, and we didn't necessarily yeah. know a different way to go to go about it. It was like a little bit out of our control. And I think if you looked back at this time, you could say, yeah, they had these this this way of doing things, and they couldn't stop it. It, it wasn't really up to them, the individuals at the time, and yeah. it just kind of happened the way it's was going to happen. I love that. And of course, yes, I would like things to be different. 
That's nice. But yeah, if you need to switch work and vacation, do just do that. Maybe let's just stick with that one. I guess it's probably like ideal if you could balance like that kind of empathy and sympathy, but while also not becoming a nihilist, like so complacent that that's an ex- then excuse to not like to throw up your hands. But frankly, you could throw up your hands just by being so frustrated with people that you don't do anything. If you're going to throw up so, your hands. Anyway, I'd say sympathy. if you have to do one or the other, I'd say sympathy is better. Call work vacation, vacation work. That's what Robert wants. That would re- If we just started that. It would be fun for the first week. Yeah. Hey, I'm good. I can't. I got to go to work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Very well, Because quickly, you'd have to keep explaining to everyone, too. Oh, oh I see. And you'd be like, vacation sucks. Every day. It's killing and me. And I love work. I wish I, I was working. I want to work. I just don't want to do the thing that people <laughs> are telling me to do every day. Okay. Should we go on to the... Sh- Chapter 17. Let's get into it. I think it is, yeah, unfortunately. Well, this one is... This section is called The Land for the Tribe of Manasseh. Is this Joshua's task to break up everyone's territories? I wouldn't even give him that much credit. I don't think it's like he's not like... It's not like he's like making the decision right now. They're just saying this is what... He's not. ...happened. That would have been better. Who is making the decision? Is this God? Was this predetermined? Did Moses draw up right. the map or who did this? That's interesting because I was thinking like you go to the promised land, you're just kind of there. But it's like, no, no, no. Then you have to subdivide it. And who gets what? Yeah. And who did that? Who gets what? And that what? would be super interesting. Like, well, what are the pros and cons of each of the parcels? In that show alone that I like, the survival show, they tried yeah. to give everyone kind of equal a chances amount, or you know, so a chan- yes, like different terrain. If one was more rocky, they had more water or something, but, you know, to try to even it out. Yeah, I wish they would describe. Oh, yeah, if they had like a ranking system for mountains or views. It's sad because the, this is going to be really long and boring overall, and it could have been really shorter and more interesting if they... Instead of just telling us like the borders and whatever the oh, names be like, here's the advantages cool. and disadvantages to certain, like oh, they got this place yeah, and it had, it had this, but it unfortunately had this. It's like Settlers of yeah. Catan. Too much grain. Need that port. Oh my gosh. Then you could start trading that grain. Got to get to a grain port. This is like, this is like Settlers of Catan if there's no rule book and you were just describing what you saw. <laughs> Like you're like sounds awful, but no, you're just like, be like numbers and stuff, and that little uh, thief. I'm seeing a little a, wooden thief, and then okay, now to the left of it is a stone with a two. Okay, yeah, that is more interesting than yeah. what we're reading currently. At least there's a bit of a mystery. It would have been a great scene. All the tribes sitting at a table, yeah. conference room, trying totally. to figure out and divvy oh, up the land would have been, been great. great. I want this happen. for this reason. I deserve this. Here we go. There was also a lot for the tribe of Manasseh, for he was the firstborn of Joseph, to wit, for Machir, the firstborn of Manasseh, the father of Gilead, because he was a man of war, therefore he had Gilead and Bashan. They were great soldiers. There was also a lot for the rest of the children of Manasseh by their families, for the children of Abiezer, for the children of Helic, for the children of Asriel. 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 <laughs> Interesting. A joke. Asriel. Yeah, Israel, but... Israel, Asriel. Israel, really? Yeah, more like Asriel. <laughs> The children of Asriel. That's how I think of it. It's like a t-shirt you would buy at the boardwalk or something. <laughs> and for the children of Shechem, and for the children of Hefer, and for the children of Shemida, these were the male children of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, by their families. But Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Matcher, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but daughters. And these are the names of his daughters, 
Mala, and Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Terza. We've heard these names before. Yes, from uh, Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Were they? Were these them? Token Razor? Milka and yeah. Tease, Terza. Terza. And Hogla. Hogla. And they came here before Hogwarts. Eleazar the priest and before Joshua no, the son of Nun and before the princes saying, names. The Lord commanded Moses crazy. to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Therefore, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance. Oh, therefore, and according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. The narrator saying, and so they did. Classic Bible. Yep. We demand this. Okay. You can have it. <laughs> Fine. And there fell ten portions to Manasseh beside the land of Gilead and Bashan, which were on the other side of Jordan. That'll be interesting. Because the daughters of Manasseh had an inheritance among his sons, and the rest of Manasseh's sons had the land of Gilead. The this end. is so freaky. Okay. Robert can't respond to me, though. Do you, I asked yeah. Robert if he wants um, me to read. Yeah, this is bad. Robert's going down. But I'll tell you the subheading in my book, and then, well, but you don't know where the subheadings are. Well, it's all the way through verse 13. Okay. Seven. And this is called Manasseh's Boundaries. Surprise, surprise. You take it easy, Robert, who already read this. Play some nap music. Um, yes, Cooper, you can still play sleep. some nap rest. music. Let's Let all rest. Yesterday's Robert rest. Let's hope he had a restful sleep. The territory of Manasseh extended from Asher to Mechmethath, east of Shechem. The boundary ran southward from there to include the people living at Entapua. Manasseh had the land of Tapua, but Tapua itself on the boundary of Manasseh belonged to the yeah, Ephraimites. Tapua just feels like such a Hawaiian kind yeah, of name. Tapua. 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 Then the boundary continued south to the Kana Ravine. There were towns belonging to Ephraim lying among the towns of Manasseh, but the boundary of Manasseh was the northern side of the ravine and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. Hold for beep. Hold for one, one honk. honk. Okay, and we're clear. I asked Cooper point, to leave the honk, honk in good. there because, you know, it might be nice if there's just some surprise sounds to keep people awake. Well, I mean, we're resting, yes, but, you know, we want to stay alert. <laughs> Here you go, big birds or. Maybe some animal sounds, jungle sounds, Cooper. Like like a jungle cruise. Yeah, whatever you need to do to make this work. So this is where I came up with an idea yesterday where we do an episode while watching the World Series. Okay, so first... Just bonus content, you mean? Basically, the idea is we're reading the Bible just to get the Bible out of the way. And then with something big and exciting, I suggested whale watching... And everyone would get seasick. So that's not a great idea. But then I think we came up with the World Series. Or if there was a baseball game, like a very popular baseball game, like the World Series. It's like, hey, if you haven't watched the World Series yet and you want to kill two birds with one stone. Slight adjustment uh is we do the episode live on Discord with the World Series on. Watching it with them. There you go. See, told you guys. Yeah, that's a good idea. Show the World Series. (laughs) <laughs> you could just <laughs> listen to <laughs> verses of the Bible. Get excited. <laughs> We're your podcast. <laughs> By the Bible brothers. <laughs> Maybe we'll get excited. Maybe we should I'm adding to the idea now. Maybe we bet a little bit of money. We should bet some of Cooper's money. No offense, Cooper, but you could win. You know, what if you won big? And so we really cared while we were watching, and then we read the Bible. Oh, I gotta read again. Oh no. I've lost my... In the south, the land belonged to Ephraim on the north of Manasseh. The territory of Manasseh reached the Mediterranean Sea and bordered Asher on the north and Isachar, Charizard, on the east. Within Isachar and Asher, Manasseh also had Bethshan, Eblim, and the people of Dor, Endor, Tanakh, 
and Megiddo, Megiddo, together with their Megiddo, together with their surrounding settlements, the third in the list is Nafoth. Thanks. Yet the Manassites were not able to occupy these towns, for the Canaanites were determined to live in that region. What's going on there? So they're squabbling. There's people there. Like right away. Oh wait. Oh, (laughs) there's already people there. Are they were the The original people people there? there. They won't. They won't leave. Oh. Hey, this is ours, so you kind of have to leave, guys. (laughs) However, when the Israelites grew stronger, they subjected the Canaanites to forced labor, but did not drive them out completely. That sucks. It's so messed up. They took slaves. I mean... Yeah, proudly. It makes me feel shame to be Jewish, because it's like... It is shameful. uh, (laughs) I just feel like it's such bullshit that... All every Passover, they're like, and we were slaves, and slavery is so bad, and that's why we had to leave because they were bad because they have slaves. And End it's of like, story, according and to Passover. Yeah, then we did it very quickly, immediately. Right away. Immediately. It's the only idea we had. Speaking of people who can't figure out another system, another way to leave, it just lives. Like it just feels disingenuous. Like absolutely, give me the truth and let me either like or not like my own religion, but don't like lie. All right. Well, here. Here's the last... Um, Robert's back in. Yeah, I'm back in. I mean, you can do it. If, are you having fun? I don't know. I don't like reading. Okay. Ever. This is the last section. It's called The Children of Joseph Obtain Another Portion. Okay. You could do it yesterday, Robert. And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit, seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto? I do like how Jewish this right. part is. Shouldn't I get more stuff? Yeah, I think so, yeah. The children of Joseph. Children of Joseph. We're like, Joseph's really good, good and important. We should get a little bit more. We're like the, we get more? We're the main guy's children. Can I have more chicken in my Chipotle burrito? And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up <laughs> to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites and of the giants. If Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. Yeah, you want some land? Go up and cut it down yourself. And, and go chop down you the have wood all in the land of giants, you <laughs> friggin' jackass. <laughs> and the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Beth Shean and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. He's really sticking to that idea. Go cut down some trees and beat those guys. I hate to say it, but it kind of got slightly interesting at the end of the chapter. I like that part. Do you think that they're going to follow up on this story? Is that the end of the story? Is that the middle of the story? Because I would like to hear more, but I I don't know. I don't know. If the Bible does something, I've realized it's like, hey, you should do something. And then let's devote a few chapters to saying (laughs) they did it. They no, did the most it, boring parts of it. it. They did it, and then a few chapters saying, anyway, so now it is done. Let's just peek at the heading of the next one. The, the, the heading is of the next one's called The Tabernacle is Set Up at Shiloh. No. We're that back, still baby. sounds bad. <laughs> I knew it was coming, and it still sounds bad. I thought people said Joshua's good. People, it started off good with like, and people, like, but then good. when people looked ahead, it got worrisome. Like, 
bad. It's very bad now. And I think we've got more bad to come, but then it's it might really get good bad. again. Is judges good? Judges? judges I'm going to vote that that's good. People making I mean, judgments, I'm probably. I'm peeking at the, like, the titles, and they're cool. I think judges will be interesting. They're like they're like poetry, and it's Ooh. it's cool. I mean, anything's got to be better than this. I'm, Maybe. I'm putting my money on judges. I'm feeling really good about judges. How are you guys feeling about judges? Better than Joshua? I, I, I'm feeling more confident in, in judges. Well, the further we get away from the Torah... Yeah, I don't care about you, Joshua. You stink. Go home. Yeah, please, Joshua. Get, just get away from get us. Get some help. Well, guys. Get, let us know. Do you think work should be a vacation and vacation work? Add that to the list of things. Favorite shape. Yeah. If you know a celebrity, if you know a major corporation to sponsor us, and do you think work Congrats, should be vacation Kat, vacation I'm winning the work. Mapkin. Go Cat. Mapkin. We'll have to DM you for your information. Why do you have that? Why do I have? Why did yeah. I have the mapkin in the first place? Don't know. So there was just a random towel that it was, was in Robert's <laughs> office, and now Cat gets it signed <laughs> by visual artist David O'Reilly, who made a lot of those cool Instagram filters, and uh, musician Nick Thorburn, who wrote the serial theme song. I learned that when I read his Wikipedia before I um, met him. We should have said that in the episode that he's in. <sighs> Cooper, yeah, and even now I'm saying, yeah, why don't we play and, uh, the we'll see, Serial yes, theme song? As we listen to the strains of Serial, we're saying goodbye. We'll see you Ro- Robert, Yesterday, Robert is saying goodbye. Yesterday, Dan is not with us. Today, Dan is done. Bye-bye. did it cooper i hope that worked for you listeners i don't know what that was i feel so crazy wow um but i bet some parts kind of made sense and it could have worked i mean look the bible wasn't good this week anyway so at least this made it a story please please have this work out please i'm going to check my levels next week i'm never going to make this problem again and that's that Thank you guys for supporting the show, for listening. Five stars, obviously. All the effort put into this just to get this episode out is clearly worthy of five stars. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.